get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. With Jamie Rivers, I'm Brandon Kylie. It's Ribs and BK on 101 ESPN. We're going out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line where we are very happy to be joined by Marley Rivera. She's a national baseball writer for ESPN.com, and you can follow her on Twitter at Marley Rivera ESPN. Marley, we are happy to have you on the show today. How are you doing? We're doing all right, gentlemen. Thank you so much for having me. Always happy to be back and uh, with the good people of St. Louis. We are happy to have you. So you recently talked with MLBPA Executive Director Tony Clark about what the future holds for Major League Baseball. Give us a little insight. What was that conversation like? What did he have to say about what potentially could be the barriers towards us getting Major League Baseball back sooner than later? Well, I think the number one thing, and you guys saw it yesterday, right, when Major League Baseball is basically saying that we are going to have a formal proposal for the Players Association sometime next week, right? That's the latest. And this, you know, backtracking now, in my conversation with Tony, that was one of the most surprising things, right? When the union chief tells me, we've heard all these quote-unquote proposals, the Arizona version, the one that is going to happen in Florida, undoing divisions, you know, and so on. And when I said, you know, one of the questions that we posed to him from, from me and my uh, colleague Buster Olney, we said, uh, you know, Tony, which one of these options do you believe is the most viable? And he said, none of them at this point. And I didn't know what he meant. And he said, there isn't a single proposal on my desk. So that is the one thing that was interesting, right? The fact that Major League Baseball still had not presented a formal proposal. Now, let's be very clear. It's really, you know, these are all the things that have been discussed behind the scenes, and it is our job as journalists, uh, you know, to put that out there. But at the same time, I was a little bit surprised. And, and one of the things that Tony really says continuously is how important the health of the players is. Health and security, the number one issue. While some people talk about salary reduction and so on according right whatever tiered salary reduction they do in a in a in a season that will be less than 162 games the most important thing is the health of the player so that was the, the biggest take from it so marley obviously tony disclosing to you that he doesn't have a proposal on his desk from yeah. the league now yes in return to that does Tony, does the Players Union, do they have a proposal that they would like to submit to the league? Does he have ideas that <laughs> he maybe expressed to you about what they'd like to offer the league? Well, the thing is, because of the system, the way it works, right? Because Major League Baseball is in charge here, right? So, 
So obviously the Players Association has a lot of power. So you're absolutely right, and they have a right to counter offer. But the first offer has to come from the league because they are the business, right? They're the bosses. It has to be the office of the commissioner of baseball who needs to present something to the players union because technically, right, it's just a workers union. Right? It's almost like, you know, if we all work for a major bank and we're the union, the bank has to present the proposal to you. Mm-hmm. So that's sort of where we are. But you're absolutely right. This is a point where Tony has to present, right, from his membership, right, because it isn't Tony. Tony represents this membership. The membership has some questions and has some details and something that they want. And the number one thing that I heard was the players don't want to be away from their families. And number two was the testing, right, testing be readily available and to make sure that these players are going to be safe in this environment. So I feel like those two were really big requirements. We don't know if the family thing is going to happen, but it seems to be a really, really important thing for a lot of players. And, and we've seen it out there, the Mike Trouts, the Clayton Kershaws, the Carlos Correas of the world, saying flat out, I'm not going anywhere without my family. So it will be interesting to see what the ultimate decision is, but that is really a focus of the Players Association. I want to follow up on that, Marley, because we were just talking about that for the NHL. It seems to be a hiccup yeah. for them as well. But yes. for Major League Baseball, do you believe that the most realistic way that they're going to be able to come back is if they ultimately play within their host city? So the Cardinals play in St. Louis, or as at least mm. as many of those as possible. I have to say, and I'm going to be, this is one of the things that I do as a journalist when I don't know and I really don't have an answer. I flat out say I don't know. And I tell you guys why. I live in New York City, and I know exactly what's happening. And unfortunately, it is, you know, it's some, we have some terrible numbers here. We're at the bottom of the curve now. We already went through that terrible period, and we are right. Like, we flattened the curve, and we went down the curve. But it means that close to 20,000 people have lost their lives. So it's a sobering thought, right? So when I hear out there that we're going to play on July 1st, as a New Yorker and looking around, I just don't see how that's going to happen. So that is the problem that I have with the, with the plans of whether we're going to play in our home cities. It almost seems like I am biased because of what I've seen in the place that I live. It doesn't mean that it's not possible, right? Let's be very clear. But New York is the home of two teams. And if you don't, and now we're seeing that things are getting worse in Georgia. And now we're seeing, you know, that maybe things will get worse in California. We don't really know at this point. So maybe we haven't seen the apex of the curve yet. So I feel like that we need to see that first before we say, oh, we're going to play in all these cities, right? Missouri, thankfully, I'm so glad to see, you know, that things are going well. And in many other states where baseball is played, things are going well, but it's not the same in every single state. So I feel like that's that's the problem that I have with putting a date on it at this point. We're talking with Marley Rivera. She's a national baseball writer for ESPN.com. You can follow her on Twitter at Marley Rivera ESPN. So Marley, we saw earlier this week there was a comment from Albert Pujols, which surprised all of us, frankly, (laughs) that he might not retire after his current contract (laughs) is up. And of course, you know how this goes in St. Louis when Albert Pujols says he might not retire and whenever his contract (laughs) is up, the question comes up of if there is a designated hitter in the National League, could this be a place where he comes back maybe for a year to break some records in a Cardinals uniform? (laughs) What do you think about that possibility? Well, I think it would be fun, wouldn't it? I mean, if we start talking about this, it would be fantastic. Unfortunately, I am on the the small minority that doesn't like the whole DH going to the NL, 
But come on, who wouldn't want Albert to once again <laughs> wear, wear a Cardinals uniform? And I know it'll be exciting. And it's funny because I feel like it's almost like a little bit, I got to text Albert and tell him it's a little bit of redemption because I almost felt that I was taking Yadi away from the Cardinals when Yadi said, and obviously this is very clear, Yadi, you know, Yadi wants to remain a Cardinal. But the fact that we were talking last week about Yadi, you know, really wanting to play, whether he's a Cardinal or not. And now we hear Albert that can, you know, I feel like we're trading uh, players. But how exciting would it be? It'd be so fun, right? We do know that Albert's departure from St. Louis, maybe it wasn't the best. But then again, we saw him when he came back for the first time last year as an angel and how exciting that was. And what a great reception. I mean, which it's really, I've done this for almost 18 years now. I've never seen, never an opposing player get a standing ovation in that sense, right? Like, it's really kind of amazing, you know, for performing well against your team. So, you know what? I'm excited about it. I don't support the, the designator here for the NL, but you know what? If Albert's going to go back to the Cardinals, maybe maybe I'll make an exception. Yeah, I'll tell you what, Marley. I'm going to pull my pool <laughs> holes jersey out of the closet and start dusting it off because... <laughs> That's that uh, number five. You still have it? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and you know what? What's interesting uh, as I listen to you talk about it is, yeah, you know, you have the big Yadier Molina piece that's coming out. And we had the opportunity yeah. last week to talk to Benji Molina, Yadier's brother. And Benji also, yeah, amazing guy. Uh, and Benji yeah. also made it very clear that, look, Yadier would love to be a St. Louis Cardinal for the rest of eternity. Um, but, you know, sometimes the business gets in the way of the heart. And, and right now, looking at you know the possibility of Albert Pujols maybe coming back to St. Louis, would this be something that's appealing to Yachty and maybe sign a, a little more of a friendly deal if he could be reunited with his buddy? I think so, absolutely. I mean, the possibility of playing the same way that it works the other way, the same way that many players are excited, right? I told you guys this. When I, when I talked to Yadi last week and we published the article where he said that he wants to play and is considering free agency, let's be very clear, considering, doesn't mean that he's not coming back to St. Louis. When, when I said that, a lot of teams and a lot of friends of mine texted me and a lot of players because Yadi is an enticement, right, to any team that, you know, I want to join it and absolutely Albert Pujols would be the same. When you, when you think of Hall of Famers, right, who doesn't want to play with Mike Trout? Who doesn't want to play with Albert Pujols? Who doesn't want to play with Miguel Cabrera? Like at this point, right, we are mentioning these guys that have this ticket to the Hall of Fame, Clayton Kershaw, right? So, so these names carry just such great weight, even though they may not be at the top of their performance at this point, right? We know that Yadi is not at the top of what he can be, but who knows? I mean, he says that he is, and he says that he can still, you know, that he can still hit, and that he's a better hitter now at, at 37 years old. But you know, I feel like you see the number and you see Pujols five, and why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't want, Why wouldn't you want to be on a team on a on a 25 man roster alongside greatness and alongside someone who is a sure first ballot Hall of Famer like Albert Pujols? So absolutely. I'll buy into that. <laughs> We're talking with Marley Rivera. She's a national baseball writer for ESPN.com, and you can see her full interview with Yadier Molina. That's going to be Wednesday night, right, Marley? On what Wednesday. time? Yeah, well, we're going to have it. It's going to be a written piece because I, I think you guys know very well that Yadi is not the biggest fan of being on television. <laughs> so we are going to do, uh, we did it really, and I think you're going to be very pleasantly surprised. I promise you, St. Louis, that the only bad news that we were going to give you were already out there. So, so this is going to be all about a lot of love for St. Louis. 
Final question that I had for you, Marley, and we talked about this earlier today with the lack of revenue that these teams are going to get this year. And you already cut off probably, let's say, 60 games, and then you're probably not going to have many fans in the stands for the season. How do you think that could potentially change, let's say, a trade that the Cardinals could make for a guy like a Nolan Arenado this offseason? How much do you think that plays into that? I think it matters. It's very, very important. It is a consideration for owners. It is a consideration. I know this for a fact because I've spoken to some of them and some general managers who know it's kind of a double-edged sword, right? Even though ownership and they are, you know, we are in the business of baseball, right? It's called the business of baseball for them. And they are in the business of making money plus, you know, winning championships and making money. And at the same time, they're going to lose so much money, but at the same time, and, and to be redundant, they could get these players for a cheaper rate, quote-unquote, right? You don't have to pay the $250 million or, or whatever it is that my buddy Nolan Arenado is making <laughs> at this point. But it is, you know, that's what we're talking about. Absolutely. And it is the reason, you know, just to go back a little bit, it is the reason why Albert's saying that he may not retire. It's the reason why Yadi is saying that I want to play two more years. There is a huge hole in a lot of these guys' pockets. Now, let's be very clear. Right. We're regular folks. We're never even I'm never going to make, you know, one year of salary of any of this guy's my entire career. Right. So we don't feel about, you know, we don't feel bad about them, bad for them at this point. But all I mean is that they are also losing a lot. And I'll give you an example. Marcelo Zuna, who signed a one year deal. Right. And it's, you know, 31 years old, signs a one year deal with the Atlanta Braves, may make zero money this year, even though he signed a $14 million contract. That's a great so point. It, it really, so that's just, that's just all I mean. It doesn't mean that we're going to sit here and feel bad for millionaires. It isn't. That's not the point. But these guys did work very, very hard for this. And Marcelo Suna doesn't have a, a two-year contract, has a one-year contract. And who says that next offseason someone's going to sign him? Maybe he won't. We know exactly what happened in the last couple of off-seasons, that veteran guys were not being signed. So a lot of players are really concerned about how much money they will lose. And now to turn it around, because I kind of rambled there, <laughs> the fact that Nolan or any other player are not going to make their you know, dozens of millions of dollars this year, I think that actually matters. And I think for the bottom line, it'll be a little easier you know, for Moz to look at it and say, you know what, maybe it's not such a big hole in our pocket. To, to bring over Nolan Arenado. Now, I don't know. <laughs> you know, that's pure speculation. But why wouldn't it be better to pay less for a fantastic player? So that's, that's sort of what how I see it. She is Marley Rivera. You can read her work. ESPN.com is where you find it. You can find her on Twitter as well, at Marley Rivera ESPN. Marley, we always enjoy having you on the show. We look forward to it each and every time. Thanks so much for coming on with us today. No, thank you for having me. I apologize. I sometimes ramble. It's no, one of the I things love that it. I do. I love it, Marley. It's a, it's a writer, right? It's a writer in me. I see, I see things uh, writing, but I, I love coming on with you guys. And uh, I hope that you enjoy the piece uh, on Wednesday on ESPN.com. I know we're going to enjoy it. And trust me, people would rather hear you ramble than BK and I, okay? So you are <laughs> well, the star. I don't know about that. <laughs> You're the best, Marley. You, we'll gentlemen. talk soon. That's Marley Rivera joining us here on Ribs and BK on 101 ESPN. She's the absolute best. We went a little bit long there. On the other side, I want to react to one thing that she had to say about her conversation with Tony Clark, the MLBPA executive director. I'll tell you what my my takeaway was from that next on 101 ESPN.